This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hey, everybody, Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thanks for listening wherever you're getting it iTunes, Android, your Stitcher device, AboutLastNightPodcast.com, which is in full. Uh, re-upgrade uh, mode. So be on the lookout for a new site with new merch, a new merch store, uh, new tour dates, uh, live pod tour dates, and all that jazz. So uh, that'll be awesome when we get that up and running. Today's episode is a doozy. Another classic. Another one of my personal favorite people. Uh, he was a cast member with me on Mad TV. You've heard all of his voiceover work all over TV and on the Howard Stern Show. It's the one and only Piot Michael Piotre, as Amir K and I uh, called him on the show. Well, a master impressionist, a sweet dude. You know, in the first uh, time around that Piot was on the show, we we had more of his backstory, uh, tons of you know hilarious tangents and impressions and and uh, bits. But this one was way more that than backstory, just bits and tangents and uh, <laughs> some Goldblum. We we coined a Jeff Goldblum catchphrase that I think is going to become a T-shirt, and I'm really pumped about it. So that's amazing. We also prank called the Thai restaurant as uh, Steve Buscemi, which is unbelievable. Uh, it's just a great episode, so I can't wait for you to listen to it. Follow Piot on Twitter at this is Piot P I O T uh, R. That's how you spell his name on uh, on Twitter. This is Piotre P I O T R. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Ray Comedy at Funny Brad at Alan Podcast at Alan Podcast on Instagram. Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram. Brad Williams Brad Williams Comic on Instagram. Uh, Brad Williams this weekend is in West Palm Beach tonight through Saturday. Go see him at the Improv in West Palm Beach, Florida. Get your tickets at BradWilliamsComedy.com. I am going home to Seattle for my birthday. Turn thirty five on Friday. Holy shit! Time fucking flies. I just thought I turned twenty two. Uh, we will be doing another birthday episode, a drunk birthday Adam episode next week. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but I do not hit the road again until July, uh, I'm sorry, June 29th, June 30th and July 1st. I'm headlining the Parlor Live in Bellevue, Washington, Seattle hometown shows, June 29th through July 1st, bringing Josh Adam Myers, ailing guest, creator of the Goddamn Comedy Jam, and Avery Pearson to do some music. So get your tickets at AdamRayTV.com, Parlor Live, Adam Ray, June 29th through July 1st. A lot of other tour dates on my schedule and a few more that I'll be booking up. All that is at AdamRayTV.com. Um, again, comment and rate the podcast on iTunes. Leave a comment. Send your ALN highlights, stories, where you get the pod, how you listen to it at aboutlastnightpod at gmail.com. Uh, I've compiled a bunch that I'll be reading for Monday's episode, which is Amanda Cerny, by the way. We just had Instagram, Vine, uh, Facebook King, Amanda Cerny. 16.2 million on Instagram. That episode will be on Monday, uh, followed by Joey Lawrence, Wayne Fetterman, Jordan Black, and a bunch of other hits. That, uh, that we're recording. And a few special ones that, oh my God, I just was emailing with uh, the dude today about maybe going to New York to get, uh, let's just say he's a childhood hero. 
and uh, he might be a Muppet. I'll leave it at that. So now that we got the tour dates out of the way, the Twitter handles, the merch info, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with the one and only Piot Michael. Well, the weekend's over, so it's time to chat about it. Got a midget and a juice, so why don't you sit down and listen to a dope podcast during lunch, dinner, or breakfast. Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Are we recording yet or no? I think we are. Okay, I see it yeah, recording now in the reflection. Now, oh. do you see Goldblum in his... Because uh, I, I, I saw him in the preview for, what is that, the new Thor movie? Thor yeah, yeah. Ragnarok, That's and he's a, got like yeah. eye blue eye makeup, and he's got... Down for anything, yeah. Yeah, he's, and, he's, <laughs> and, and he's got a mohawk going on, like... I I think he's now just playing caricatures of Jeff Goldblum. Of course, uh, absolutely. Look at Christopher Walken. What a successful career <laughs> that guy's got now, huh? A joke of a joke. Got to do it. <laughs> I mean, if you see all the like apartments.com, yeah. I drive by on the the 10 freeway and there's a huge one of Jeff Jeff Goldblum and it says something stupid and tacky and I'm laughing my ass off. Yeah. It fucking works. Because yeah. you read that as in, Jeff Goldblum. in his accent. Maybe only me can read that. Right, <laughs> yeah. Well, you, you <laughs> yes, uh, Adam Divine stand-up tour featuring Adam Ray. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, you uh doing my voicemail. For those of you who uh who are privileged enough to have my fucking digits. Yeah. Uh, and for those who don't, the number hey, is... Hey, 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 We did oh, that before. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, that's right. Did you? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah one oh, time accidentally. Geez. I don't know, podcast. I said it when we were prank calling the uh, Thai restaurant and... Uh, you never edited it out. No, and then people were hitting me up and I just like had oh, to not respond. And then fuck. and for one person, I did, then finally did respond. I was like, hey, man, stop texting me. I was like, I appreciate you listening, but stop texting me. And, he, and then, he, oh, man, it got, it got weird. But you do uh, my voicemail. And I'm very quick, by the way... As soon as people go, uh, amazing Jeff Goldblum, I go. Well, I would love to take credit, but that's uh, that's not me. Well, and here's who it is, yeah. and here's his Twitter handle, At, and here's uh, his address and pin number. Yeah, and dick size and favorite ice cream How flavor. The fuck do you open water bottle? Oh, there we go. Oh, yeah, it's a twist off. Uh, I was poking it, poking <laughs> it with my uh, my Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> See, I feel like you could in your in your in your life if you piot makes mistakes yeah. with, with a family member, friend, girlfriend, whatever, uh, boyfriend, not judging, uh, whatever you do, you could just slip into a, like a gold bloom of just, oh, I, I didn't mean. I, I, was it me? Was it me? <laughs> Don't know who it was. Possessed by the devil. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe a bad uh, chili pepper. You don't know. Yes. <laughs> and then it's fine. And then it's like, oh, that's right. Like you're like you with impressions could do a new version of Shaggy's. It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> like that's a great actually. Pull up those lyrics. I would yeah. love to actually hear Jeff I was Goldblum. Shaggy, Scooby Doo. Zoinks! It wasn't. <laughs> well, yeah. Shaggy uh, yeah, and yeah, Goldblum Shaggy. in some yeah, animated yeah. series. <laughs> yeah, because because. Basically, you could just be doing it as whatever any of your great impressions. Just yeah, like, yeah. I wasn't cheating on you. No, I wasn't. Steve, um, Steve Buscemi was cheating on you. Well, it's funny because I've tried <laughs> to find uh, voices that my girlfriend likes. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when she, she's been with me for nine years now. And um, so she's heard everything of me practicing in my yeah. room or recording and blah, blah, blah. So she's just a little unfazed and blah, blah, blah. But the things that she likes are like the nerdy stuff that she grew up with. So like Leonard Nimoy from Star Trek. Yeah. I don't know if it turns her on, but it definitely like 
turns a light bulb on where she's like, ooh, that's interesting. You know, and I'm like, well, darling, it seems to me that we must enter warp 10 in order to order our pizza. <laughs> the restaurant is very far away, and I will have to accelerate at an incredible rate. That, see, I know your impressions, and that is so close to Neeson, but it's not. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's, ne- I, and now I just uh, do a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing is when you do... When you have access to a microphone, especially, yes. and you hear yourself back constantly, yes. and you modulate while you're working, you realize one guy sounds like another, right? And that's how you branch out and do a bunch of voices. Because it's it, it like you just slowed down a little bit, but then like it, it like it, it's just a pace of like it, Wait, it's who's so Neeson? weird. Liam Neeson. Oh, <laughs> <Who's you? laughs> what? No, it was Jeff Neeson. <laughs> you said Jeff his Neeson. brother, his brother Jeff Neeson. <laughs> Well, you, you said it so casually. I got a particular set of skills. <laughs> My fucking brother. Have you, he made all the fucking money. <laughs> then he did that Schindler's List shite. That fucking bastard. Dude, so funny. By the way, there's got to be... I mean, yo, that is such a great show that needs to happen where it's the brothers of all celebrities. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but not yeah. even... Not Baldwin status. Not right. that, like, no, no, no. Not right. that actually the are you famous. you haven't heard of. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so like Danny Danza. Like, hey, I'm Tony Danza's brother, Danny Danza. You know, and then you've got uh, my name, you know, is, Jeff Neeson. My name is Chet Kane. Chet Kane. Yeah. I'm, I'm the Chet brother Kane. of Michael Well, that's Kane. the crazy <laughs> shit. Is when like celebrities who change their name, then they actually have siblings mm-hmm. change their names as well. Oh, I like, didn't even I, think about there's that. There's only a few cases because I know like the the Martin Sheen's family, yeah. Charlie Sheen. And then Emilio Estevez. But I think Emilio Estevez changed his name back to Martin Sheen's original family name. Which is Estevez. Because they were all yeah, Sheen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, there's... Ah, fuck it. It escapes me now. So it's not funny. But there there are some celebrities who will go and they'll change their name and somebody else will be like, yeah, I'm, I'm 20 cent. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm 20 cent. <laughs> Good example. <laughs> Wait, let's do a fake preview for that show, all right? Coming up next on Comedy Central. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. doing a Kyle Kinane. Yeah. Deep pole. This fall on Fox, <laughs> a whole new show showing you all your favorite celebrities, brothers that you've never heard of. Introducing Rob Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd's brother. Great Scott, if only I had a time machine. Whoa. <laughs> Martin Buscemi. Yeah, that's right. I actually fixed my teeth and gush, gosh, garn. <laughs> I look great. <laughs> Craig Bridges. Hey, man. Um, I'm not into smoking any weed or anything. I'm very straight edge, man. <laughs> and Donald Trump. <laughs> no, Ronald Trump. Oh, Ronald Trump. <laughs> Listen, this country is terrible. It's a terrible country. I don't want to live here. I live in Australia. Greatest country. <laughs> Australian toaster biscuits. We, we made Australia great again. <laughs> we did. We do, All we did was drink their beer, and they got greater and greater. In fact, I noticed whenever I drink beer, anywhere I am, it gets greater and greater. This is a terrific solution, by the way. By the way, how much more human would Trump be if we saw him drinking like a Sam Adams? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know his history, but he, he, he's, he, he had some family history where some yeah. people passed away or had some trouble with alcohol, and that's why he's totally sober. But that's, like, so fucking weird. Yeah. It's like, how can you have no empathy for everyone else you deal with? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, you know, now I'm turning Jeff Goldblum. Ah, <laughs> President Goldblum. Not going to touch that alcohol. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that was. But like, like, even Hillary said in some statement I read that was like, they said like, how are you dealing with the loss? And she said, I take some walks in the woods and I have a couple glasses of Chardonnay. And I go, if you had ran on that platform of like, yeah. hey, when I get a little bummed out, I take a walk and I get fucked up, you might have fucking... Sure, because it shows you're human. Yeah. Hell, yeah. O- o- uh, Obama had the whole beer summit yeah, where he had like three people in and uh, like three people that he disagreed with and they all sat down and they had a beer together and that was like the most... Hum- like it's like oh he's he's a dude yeah he's, he's just he's a, a dude. human fucking being let's sit down let's have a beer and like I don't know if too many presidents where I would I would think they'd be better in office if they were fucked up yeah because maybe Trump might get fucked up and then make a correct decision <laughs> listen I've mixed a lot of pills and I've made a lot of problems for a lot of people but it all works out for me every time are you paying close attention to this still. I have I've had a stomach ache since January because it's like it's still hard to you know breathe where it's like it happened and then you're like okay I'll deal with it and the part of me was like I'll make fun of it all the time I even made a fake Twitter account at dictator Trump dictator spelled with an e but I I didn't do that much because I just started getting so angry because uh, it wasn't funny anymore. It was like, yeah. every, anytime I tried to make fun of it, I had to pay more attention to it. I'm like, yeah. I can't. Yeah, there's certain politicians where it's, just like, it, 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 it's fun to yeah. make fun of them because it's he's like, all, oh. He's a little stupid. Yeah, oh. that's a little dumb, but it doesn't really affect me, so but it's fine. the thing fine. is because it doesn't bother Trump as much as we think it does. Like, he'll get angry at Kathy Griffin, you know, shows a plastic mask with fake yeah. cornstarch yeah. yeah, yeah, on yeah. it. What the fuck? And... Uh, you know, but he doesn't laugh at anything else. Yeah, and certainly not like John Oliver. Or what does like he laugh at? It's like I would love to see. Like, show him the top ten YouTube videos of all time and see his reaction. Show him two girls, one cup. Okay, right. Show does him. Does he laugh at the two uh, ladies stomping Fakes. grapes? Totally fake. <laughs> it's all lies. That's not real poop. Bright it's Bart ice cream. It's chocolate. Breitbart says it's chocolate. Those are Breitbart says it. It's they're them bots. They're not That's real why women. Nuts. So many nuts. You know why they're not real women? Because the women that I know that eat shit, you have to pay them. And yeah, they sign NDAs. These ladies didn't sign NDAs. Here we go. We have we have the lyrics to "It Wasn't Me." So wow. it, it, okay, okay. Well, hold on a second. If Can you could Jeff read, mode. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. Yeah. This guy's uh, gonna record me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Jeff Goldblum here. Uh, no beat provided, but that's okay. Freestyle uh, all the way. Let's go. Uh, honey came in, and she caught me red-handed, uh, creeping with the girl next door. Uh, picture this. We were both butt-naked, uh, banging on the bathroom floor. How could I forget that I had, uh, uh-oh, given her an extra key all this time? All this time she was standing there, she never took her eyes off me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh, oh that is God. that is. And the thing is, Goldblum oh. could do that. Jeff Goldblum has reached Jeff that. Goldblum. He's reached that state of celebrity where he can just be like, well, I'm just going to do like the same status as Walken. Where yeah. now, like, I have you seen the new uh, uh, commercial for that? Uh, uh, Buy drink the no. B A I. No, it's Walken and Justin Timberlake, and what? Walken's doing full Walken, like just like t- crazy, talking about like SNL this. Walken? Yeah, doing this, do, do, talking about this antioxidant juice yeah. or whatever. He's like, it's so, got a lot of preservatives. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. So healthy, <laughs> like 
Like it's just it, it's it's and you and you just want to ask him like are are you doing exaggerated you? Like are you doing what you think people It's an extension of me. <laughs> of course, exaggerated. How can you exaggerate what exists, baby? <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, bye. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is did he have Justin Timberlake on just to say bye bye bye? That's literally why they had him on. That is the, like oh my god. That's the stupidest fucking thing. But guess what? You're gonna remember that shit. Yeah. yeah. But what I was gonna say was, I've always wanted to be that character actor. Mm-hmm. You know where you literally just walk into a room, you read the fucking script, and you book it just because you're so fucking weird. Yeah. But you can't fake that shit no it man it really has to be where you grew up who right. you were brought up and that, that sort of thing it's and gotta be who you, you are ex- in and yeah. out a yeah. thousand percent you can exaggerate a little bit sure, but, but i mean talking about like celebrity brothers i mean yeah. one, one uh was it uh clint howard <laughs> he's made a he's made a career yeah, yeah, of just yeah. being that guy yeah that when he like and it, right now if you're going clint howard that's not a real person Google it. Yeah, yeah. Look at him and go, oh, that fucking dude. He's who the, you've seen in every Ron yeah, Howard yeah. movie, always playing a we- like, weirdo. Yeah, just always playing a weirdo. Ah, the shuttle's about to explode. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah it, dude, he's so pumped that he's Ron Howard's brother. Yeah. <laughs> if he, they had billed him as Ron Howard's brother, he well, probably would have been I've like, listened fine. To, I've listened to interviews where Ron Howard was like, uh, was like yeah, he's a, he's a really good actor. <laughs> That's why I put him in. Like I heard something in his Whoa. voice where he was kind of like, you know, his parents were pushing right. some lines. Shit. Like, good, come on, give him a chance, <laughs> please. But you know, but, but but he gave him some like decent. I mean, yeah. I, well, I guess I don't know, five six lines. Like I guess like, but that's still enough to. Yeah. If you're bad, you're gonna people are gonna. No, you know. Have no, you no, ever he fits? He that's the thing. His brother is good at finding what he fits. Yes. in. Yeah. Like 1960s bald balding guy. Looks like a dork. He doesn't have good teeth because they didn't have a good dental back then. Works. Yeah. yeah. That era. That, so character, that's thing. character actors, that's what drew you to. I mean, the, the, yeah. that's like your favorite type of actor, yeah? Well, yeah, yeah, because that's the thing that steals the show. You just want to watch. Who, in your eyes, are the top character actors oh, of, of all time? Uh, Not even working today. That's, yeah, tu- well, that's a tough well, one. Yeah. It is a fucking tough one. Because there's so think. many guys that just would always come in, make a mark, and then. Yeah. Like, and it, it's tough because you can't. It's tough to really think of them. John C. Riley, John C. Riley, until amazing. he, yeah, until, until he like, became right, until he became John C. Riley. John C. Riley. Um, well, I like weird stuff like, um, like uh, not what? traditional character actors, but uh, just like guys who just don't have a lot of leading roles, like Max von Sydow, oh, who's I gotta, a Swedish actor. No, You'll know him this. as soon as I. But Max von Sydow is a very old. Swedish guy, the old guy is very oh, famous. Yes, oh yeah, he, uh, he's the old guy in uh, um my, in Minority Report. Minority Report, right? Tom Cruise. <laughs> Guess what? I made the whole system, and now you're fucked. But anyway, <laughs> like I love obscure, oh, but sort of movies. Yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. Oh, and, but he. Dude. Yeah, that's exactly the definition of a, a character actor. Yeah. Oh my god, that, that guy. guy. Yeah. Like, like we did. Guy. We just lost a fantastic one, Powers Booth. Yeah. Like he. Like he was just a dude where. Uh, whether it be the senator in uh, Sin City, yeah, yeah. or uh, uh, obviously the to- uh, Tombstone, or whatever and he, he had was a in. Smoky voice, like <laughs> yeah, just that that, that thing that always just ex- exuded power, yeah, yeah, of some kind, and he was always cast in roles. But that's like the that. thing I want to see, like at a Louis Guzman. Oh, oh hey yeah. man, it's, uh, it's really nice to be here. He's got a li- <laughs> yeah. He's Latino. Yeah. He's fucking weird looking, yeah. and he has a lisp. Yes. Yeah. And he's very gregarious, and he fits for any situation. That I think I'm. He, I mean, I'm doing too much of a he's Mexican American. He's the Mexican he's Clint got, Howard. He's got a uh, hold on. <laughs> he's doing. Uh, he's got a Los Angeles. Yep. Lisp accent. What are you guys doing here? This 
this taco stand wasn't here yesterday. This is crazy. <laughs> um, but he fits. Stanley Tucci. Stanley Tucci. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, all, and, there, and, there, and there's so many that we can't think of just because we can't think of the names. Yeah. yeah. Just, but if we saw their faces, it'd be like, oh, yeah. Oh, how about, Jay Miller now is in every transfer. How about this guy, movie? Vincent yeah. Schiavelli? All right. Now I got to look him Vincent up. Vincent Schiavelli? Look him up and show okay, him to Piat. Okay, this is a guy that, picture. I mean, to me, this might be one of the most classic character actors of all time. How do you spell Schiavelli? <laughs> Just the way it sounds. Okay. Just go. I guess right. Go. S-C-H-A. Oh, fuck yeah. Schiavelli. That dude. I think he's been in every Tim Burton movie ever. Oh, yeah. Right? Come on. Well, that guy, like, that's what I want to see. Like, I had a casting director's office. She's like, okay, we've got five incidental parts. Let's just like we they like they know who they don't they're like they know yeah they're so interesting to look at yeah or their mm. voice is so weird uh, and I and I don't I would want to kill for that and part of the reason is I did voiceover because I'm like my voice is so fucking boring I wanted to always sound like somebody else mm-hmm. you know but over time if you study theater you learn you can always accentuate things like that yeah like my dad he studied uh, he was a basketball player but he studied Shakespeare. And he talks like this, very enunciated, uh, like sure. John Malkovich. For everything, huh? Thank you, yes. Even if he's ordering it like a Burger King. Yes, uh, I'll have uh, <laughs> the Whopper with uh, no cheese. Hard uh, H. Hard H with that Whopper. Whopper. Do you have tater tots? Uh, thank you. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> bravo. Is that his thing? Bravo? Yes, my dad says bravo. I love that. Uh, I said bravo. That's very bravo. old school. Bravo. Where does he get that from? Theater, probably. Wow. But, well, because, um, I mean, in, in, in especially doing Shakespeare, yeah, you yeah. have to get every word and Bra- syllable yes, right. Yes, and speak to the back of the house. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> once more, back to Jeff Gollum. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, when I just watched... Um, because I was bored the other night and was watching behind the scenes of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Great. And they're interviewing Jeff Goldblum yep. now, probably from 2013 Oh, or great. And they're talking about like, because it was the first movie with CGI and they're interviewing Jeff Goldblum. Like, how was it? And he's like, I walk into a room and there's nothing there. Nothing there. And Steven uh, Spielberg, terrific director, love him. Why? I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> We stare at a uh, somebody's holding a balloon. We look at the balloon, and Stephen just says, "Now you're scared. You're scared. Act scared. Now you're surprised. Yes, and smile. Ah, point to the dinosaur. I never had that before. Great director. And I was listening. I'm like, what? This is like it was so. Did he weird. talk about having to act with the di- like running from dinosaur or like the no, different he was, emotions? He was just like he's like responding to uh, nothing that was there and. Steven Spielberg guy. Would Spielberg take on the, would he like do dinosaur noises for, like how are they getting the He would use a megaphone and go to scare him and shit. So Spielberg was like, now it's a T-Rex. Actually, uh, Steven Spielberg sounds like this. Have you ever heard Steven Spielberg? He has a very, uh, very almost like a bilateral lift. Okay, so Spielberg to Goldblum is like, now now I'm a, now, Goldblum, this is a very important scene because um, there is a, a T-Rex. Uh, it, it, not like Jaws, where it's coming out of the water. It's, uh, it's coming. Down, it's a, it's a down land down. shark. Ah, yes. I, I, now, dinosaurs don't exist. How is this possible, uh, Stevie? Uh, well, uh, you read the script, man. Yeah. We have a CGI technology. CGI, this is 1992. What is that? I don't know. Explain to me. I know, uh, well, you know, the plastiline creatures and clay, and uh, maybe a guy in a suit. But what is this CGI? Uh, confusing. 
Well, my uh, good friend at uh, you know George Lucas, he's uh, he's got a lot of guys up there at ILM, and they're creating something confusing. But let's go uh, as long as we've got craft services, one hundred percent Goldblum. Wait a minute! Does he have to say that in real life? I hope Dude. he does. One hundred percent. One hundred percent Goldblum. I hope he says that after every orgasm. <laughs> One hundred percent gumblum. If you can't see, he's doing like a uh, Superman. I I went to get a sperm count, and guess what? One hundred percent gumblum. If he wore, if he wore a shirt, if he walked out. Of a restaurant wearing a shirt that said 100%, 100% Goldblum. Goldblum. Holy, the fuck. internet would destroy itself. It would, a black be, hole he, of he awesome would, would be created. I think he'd be the first one to love to that. Yeah, I, I still haven't gone to his live ha, show. Have God. you met him? No, no, no. All right, I have I have one in that I'm trying to use to get him on the pod. And if that happens, you're going to have to come back on. But I'll sit down. And no, go. you'll be on it, too. Because you'll be on it, just... and you'll echo him. Oh, yeah, and, and then his mind will like well, explode I did in front of us. Did I tell you? I did a short film. With a a girl who's best friends with his wife, and um, she found out I could do Jeff Goldblum, so she recorded me, and she's like, "Oh, I just want to send it to his wife." I'm like, "Please don't show Chef, sh- don't show Chef Goldblum," uh, <laughs> which is uh, his new Chef reality Goldblum. show, yes, new uh, macaroni and cheese Goldblum style, 100 Goldblum. When I check into a hotel, he goes under Chef Goldblum, so nobody. <laughs> They're knows. like, "Oh, who's this guy?" <laughs> um, but she's like, "Oh, I'm only going to show it to his wife because it'd be funny." So she showed it to him, and then she immediately responded, I just showed it to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, he geez. loved it. So I know he's seen me doing him Okay, at some point. But, of course, you know, he's in and out of consciousness at all times. You don't know. 100% Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> now, you bring, now, you bring up an interesting point where, because you, you feel like you're just doing these impersonations in a vacuum, but has it gotten back to besides jeff have have people that you impersonate have they heard it do yeah. they know do they know about you um <laughs> one of the bigger incidences that happened oh i make it sound like a horror story one of the bigger incidences that happened <laughs> um what, do, what i'm trying to okay um sorry i'm i'm fucking thinking of a voice that i should do and i should do okay just tell a story so <laughs> howard stern show because yeah. um, I'm on there and I do a bunch of voices and George Takei was on there for his 80th birthday, I think. Oh, my. And, oh, my. <laughs> and they he's had, 80 years old. He's 80 years old. He yeah. looks fucking amazing. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Sushi. <laughs> and <laughs> cock. <laughs> um, I love his laugh. His laugh is the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, so they Buy had me, the lupa. They, they had me do a <laughs> prank call where I'm like straight Takei. I love pussy. Oh, pussy, pussy, pussy. I love vagina. <laughs> and then so George, uh, George Goldblum, uh, <laughs> George Takei hears this, and he's like, oh, my, who's that? I want to meet him. He sounds just Whoa, like me. That's amazing. And so Howard usually doesn't say who does who on Never. the show. Yeah. Um, and so, he, so uh, George is like, "Who is that? I want to know who is that man." Mm-hmm. And then uh, Howard's like, uh, uh, "That's Piot. Yeah, it's one of our Shut guys." Shut the yeah. fuck up. And then uh, my phone was like beeping like crazy. People like, "He said your name on the he air." He said you're one of our oh, guys, dude. Who is that friend that fucking hit you up? <laughs> yeah, who sounds like that? Is that Craig Lloyd, Christopher Lloyd's brother? Yeah, I'm, I'm an intern now at the Oh, Howard Grandpa Stern. Simpson? 
Ooh. Homer Simpson. What? And wait a minute. Oh no, Dad! I don't like being old. Dad, nobody oh likes being old. We've been on television for thirty years. Oh my! I know, and I won't die. <laughs> It's still fucking freaky that like Lisa or there's a fucking Maggie is a ba- is still six months yeah. old. It's like what the fuck? Yeah, I mean because obviously you don't want them to age. But they then, have Christmas like forty five times. Yeah, like, what the fuck are you talking? Like, there's forty two Halloween specials. It's like okay, we get it exactly. Yeah, and uh-huh. this, the the we'll, and we'll get right back to the story. The crazy part is I I watched one one or two of the more modern episodes on a on a plane the other day. It's still fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really yeah. good. And they're, they they they. Tap into pop culture like just enough, like not too much yeah. that's outdated. It's just like they make references to the past and now, and blah blah blah. And yeah, fucking it perfect. works. Is there a show, a, a cartoon, and we might have uh, touched on this the last time you were on, but that um, that you see now? I think we touched on like what what shows got you into the biz, but like yeah. shows now that you see that you're like, man, I hope that stays on for X number of years because I know those guys won't still be able to do it. Uh, you know, a, a job that you because you know like. Uh, sometimes it happens because the voice actor passes yeah, yeah, away, yeah. unfortunately, or because they're just like can't sound like it anymore, and they need to get uh, a, you know a new Mickey or a new you know Donald or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. is there one voice that you're like, man, I would love to take over that? Well, I mean, yeah, that's the there's a, more of a character than I would say a, a show. Like I've always loved Goofy, mm-hmm. and I actually got to to meet the guy who does Goofy. His name's Bill Farmer, and he talks like this. He, Shut up. Bill Farmer uh, talks like this. Of course he's he a, does. And yeah. he's a great impressionist. You should get Bill Farmer on this fucking show. Really? I'm not I kidding. Mean, Bill Farmer, get yeah. on the show. Put that on my list um, yeah. to do right I can after. Give you jerk off later. and do my laundry. Um, <laughs> but he's got a lot of great stories. He started off as a stand-up comic doing impressions, and then he stopped because he didn't like being on the road. But... Um, he does goofy, and of course, his goofy's all over the place. And, yeah, you know he's he's been goofy for I think almost thirty years. Wait, now. the voice you just did sounded like Sheriff Nottingham from Robin Hood. Is he also that guy? No, he's not. But he can do Pat Buttram if he wanted to. <laughs> I think he actually does a really good Pat Buttram. Um, but amazing. by the way, you can go to Vegas and pay a dwarf to give you a Pat Buttram for forty five dollars. Yeah, you can. That's how I met Brad. Exactly. So give me the Pat Buttram. And, uh, well, that's code for just a podcast partner. (laughs) (laughs) And then a tall six foot three Jew came. Let me tell you something, man. Your Pat Buttram is the funniest thing I've seen on the strip. Oh, my God. I'm going to give you a microphone (laughs) and three open mic spots at the. Yeah, the first one thing I. Don't yeah, worry, don't worry. Pat Buntram's gonna be on the Tonight Show in three weeks, man. He's gonna be I absolutely don't care if fantastic. He's not relevant now, or if he ever was relevant, that's the best impersonation of Pat Buntram I've ever seen. He's gonna be playing Twister with Jimmy We're Fallon. Book Just it wait so for hard. It. You're not. It's gonna be Do incredible. Do people know Barry on the show? Oh yeah, he's been on it, twice. Oh, yeah. you, oh really? Twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and one of our highest episodes. <laughs> The insane part is I was just on the phone with him before I walked up the hill. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I said, yeah, Piat's coming on, and we're probably going to end up doing dueling yous at some point. <laughs> just and make sure you, you tag guy. me in the tweet. Yeah, man. <laughs> and, and just so you know, you, in, you initiated it. So it's like his voice and his spirit was in man. the universe, man, and you I, heard that, and now it's happening. I remember I went... It's like the secret. When I went uh, and... 
one of the first parties I went to in LA was his 50th birthday. I was it was out in Malibu. We're talking about Barry Katz, Barry famed Katz. manager, uh, his uh, his podcast by all means, yeah, in, industry standards. Yeah, L- listen it to it. Yeah. And I go to his his party, and um, you know, there's a couple celebrities walking in and out. Dane Cook was there. I was like, oh, that's cool. And then John DiMaggio comes in. Oh, and voice John God, fucking amazing Vo- voice guy, but hilarious. Vo- voice he of did Bender, stand up. Yeah, and. Um, I see him, and he goes to me, and he does a Barry Katz impression. He's like, stick with Barry, man. It'll take you to the top. <laughs> <laughs> but everybody who knows Barry does an amazing side of Barry that's so fucking hilarious and crazy. Yep. Yeah. But he's a perfect character actor. Barry Katz would kill it at, oh, as a it, central casting That man. voice for a <laughs> podcast, I mean, like an animated show yeah, yeah. would be like... I, yeah. I don't know what you would make him. Who's that voice of? He'd, he'd have like, to go on to Jonathan Katz's show, you know. But what character Barry? would oh, that what would, would Barry's voice be of? Like a garbage man, a mailman. <laughs> I'm your manager. At nah, but like, take him out of that. Manager. Yeah, apartment uh, manager maybe. Um, he would probably be um, a waiter, a at dentist. A... It looks like you've got a really bad <laughs> tooth, man. You're have to pull it out. <laughs> I'm sorry to tell, or a mortician. He's got to be like a guy who's yes. like, or just or, someone or, that causes pain, giving right. you, or, or giving you bad news. I'm so sorry, man. You lost. I mean, you lost the gig and your wife. <laughs> Manager, I'm doctor, so sorry. or like a or like a bungee jump instructor. I accidentally you know? emailed the wrong guy, <laughs> and I fucked up so bad, man. They didn't. They sent her penicillin to Zimbabwe. Uh, Oh, sorry, man. How can I make it up to you, She man? got dog aspirin instead. <laughs> Just someone that delivers that car. We that sent sort of a guy with Asperger's, actual cheeseburgers. <laughs> I just put some fungus in there, a letter rot, made my own penicillin. I don't need a lawyer, man. Uh, P.I., you were just on Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I did voices for yeah. Jimmy Kimmel and Pop TV. What did I do? You've been working a lot. You were a, you were since, a, you were a news anchor, uh, according to your oh uh, yeah, yeah your IMDb. Yeah, but what I want to say is, since you were here <clears throat> when we were on Mad TV, which uh, which hey, getting get a lot of tweets. Yeah, Mad, bring it back. It ain't dead. Mad ain't bad. Hashtag <laughs> Mad ain't bad. Bring it back. <laughs> that really one hundred percent gulp blum. But you, it's <laughs> <laughs> a gay gulp blum. One hundred percent gulp blum. <laughs> Oh yeah! If LA you rhyme, Pride. if you rhyme your catchphrase, it'll get at least ten more retweets. Man, it's just natural. What rhymes with Goldblum? <laughs> blum dum shum fum cum tum lum vum. Jeff Goldblum. Vum, vum. Oh my god! I would pay fifteen dollars to watch Jeff Goldblum on a live stream. Just go. Uh, what vum, rhymes with Goldblum? Vum dum shum. Uh, You've been working a lot, and you yeah, told me off mic. There's some yeah. things, yeah, voiceover and on camera stuff. Some things you can't talk about. Yeah, I um, mean, the nature of the business is we do a lot of projects yeah. that don't come out. Yeah. for a while, but I, I am, you know, happy to say, knock on. I hope this is real wood. It's, yeah, <laughs> um, mahogany, man. <laughs> Straight from Zimbabwe. <laughs> I had it flown in on an African jet um whitney cummings used to eat eggs benedict off of this she used to massage all her clients on this table dane cook made his breakfast scramble used to shave his balls on the end of this table tracy morgan told the table he'd get it pregnant one night leave used to (laughs) um 
What were you talking about? A lot of work. Oh, no, yeah. yeah. No, I've been doing a lot of voiceovers. So I've been v- very thankful. And a lot of the stuff I've been doing is ADR, which is um, automated dialogue replacement, yep. where you you uh, basically loop over yeah. existing things. And I've been so doing the mics, of- yeah, the mics didn't pick up a certain actor right, right. saying the thing that he was he or she was supposed to say. And rather than get that actor, sometimes the actor will come in and say it in the microphone and sort of replace it. But sometimes they don't want to, or they well, can't sometimes pay them it's it's not that it's just additional lines to pump up the, oh, okay. the script. And, like I just did. Um, Oh, I see. I, I almost slipped and said who it was. I can't even say, but I, I did another. Rita Rudner, we know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I just did a comedy movie where I where I I I looped a huge comedy star. I'll tell you off air. Oh, and let um, me just write it on my phone so I don't forget. But um, it's well. It here's was, the thing about it. Was a- so fun to do because yeah. I got to see behind the scenes the process, and I was directed by a huge big time comedy director. So, mm-hmm. so he got to see me doing this comedian and, and it was just oh fucking crazy my God. Wow. but the thing was i wasn't doing dialogue to re- like re- replace over it it was like additional dialogue to punch up the uh movie gotcha because mm-hmm. they have to preview screen these movies right. and stuff and sometimes they're like well this guy's not available so we got to bring somebody else in mm-hmm. and uh so i've been doing a lot of that and it really is crazy the ADR world i used to do it for bruce willis i did about seven of his movies right and it's like Sometimes it'd be a shit ton of dialogue. Sometimes it'd be a handful of grunts. But yeah. then they would tell me, they're like, oh, there's a guy for Al Pacino, they said, who does his higher register stuff and his lower register stuff. And I said, is there a guy that comes in and just does the hoo-ahs? And they go, you joke, but there was a guy for a little bit who did his hoo-ahs. <laughs> I just did a movie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just say the actor. I won't say what, what, what the project is. Okay. So for Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem talks Javier. like this. He's got a very weird, froggy voice. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> so this is a while ago. I do this, uh, and they're like, we're flying you out to New York. You're going to do this movie. Big, huge director wants mm-hmm. to direct me. Because normally I do stuff in L.A., and they just do it satellite. And they're like, we're flying you out because the director wants you hands-on. I'm like, yep. whatever, fuck it. Fl- wow. pay, pay, pay me. Yeah, yeah. So I go there. Um, I get to the session, and there's another guy in the booth with me and just what you're talking about high register and low register and i'm like wait who, who's this guy my name and- is rafael bardem <laughs> javier's brother but i do his voice well this guy um does javier bardem but he's 65 years old i'm what? 29 so <laughs> he could do low guttural screams that i couldn't fake yeah because wow. you haven't hit puberty yet but he right exactly <laughs> yeah but um no but there is but, like so we would we would both do ADR at the same time. So I would go and like, she's coming over the bridge right now. We'll look out behind you. And then he would come and say, she's coming over the bridge right now. Look behind you. And then the director would go, mm, no, I like Piot better. Why don't we br- bring him for that one? He would talk to the wow. editor. Jeez. And it was the weirdest fucking experience because I was like, <sighs> like, but I'm like, wait, I, I booked the gig already. I'm getting yeah. paid to be You're here. here. So I'm like, I'm You're here in the room. Fun. I don't fucking care. Yeah. But the majority of the work started sliding towards me. Mm-hmm. The second day we did it, the director kind of got an idea of what each of us could do. Yeah. He finally, uh, the guy was like, you know, I got a gig later tonight. I'm a musician. I got to go do this. Uh, are we going to wrap up soon? And the director's like, you can leave. Mm. Dude, by the way. And then I stayed another four Hollywood hours. 101. Oh, jeez. Don't ever say I got something else to no. do when you're doing the gig. You're there. Whatever and then, you're and doing. then the guy was like, you know, I'm here in New York all the time. I'm uh, really happy to come do this anytime you need me. And the and the director's like, nope, nope, it's fine. Thank you for coming. 
He got on with the session. After he finished the session, I'm I'm like I'm always very professional and I don't like you know Sure, you're not trying to maneuver like, yeah, or I'm something. I'm like not like I'm the greatest guy in the world. So then he turns to me, I let the work speak for itself, and he goes, Where do you live? Was this okay for you? Are you willing to come back here again? Fantastic. You did a great job. Really great, fantastic. And so I'm like, that's more value to me than Fuck some yeah, guy dude. going, I don't but it's always awkward. That's but awesome, that's the dude. and that's just a lesson of one of the more valuable lessons in show business or any business yeah, really yeah. is just be available. Be available, be professional. Yes. Be professional and also read the room. Like yes. you're a super oh fun God. dude, but like, you know, feel them out. Like you know, I uh I try to not like I try to it's of my nature to like make some jokes and shoot the shit, but also like feel them out. If you do it a few times early on, uh, and not right out of the gate, but maybe 10 minutes in. And if they're not feeling it and they don't like yes and your banter, then go, cool, man. This is just going to be a straight work session and no fun, you know, on top of that. But what? like more more often than not, lean towards just be pro and do the work and Did, bounce, right? Like you said, let the work speak for itself. Yeah, and um, I've, I've done comedy gigs, like like voiceover comedy gigs where I did Boss Baby, Alec Baldwin. yeah. And I'm matching Alec Baldwin. Like, I'm the boss. Alec Baldwin says, watch Boss Baby. And it was just for, like, commercials and stuff. Sure. But I'm like, oh, this will be fun because it's a comedy. It's DreamWorks. And I go in, totally cold, dead room. I read, like, copy that's supposed to be funny. Mm -hmm. And I'm even chuckling to myself before I read it. And I deliver the lines like, all right, cool. Next one. Like, they just want to go home. They don't wow. fucking care. So sometimes, like, yeah, you got to yeah, read, read the room. Cause yeah, because like, yeah, then if you started, like, bantering back and forth, like, yeah. hey, isn't this crazy what we're doing I'm, right I'm, here? I'm, I'm, I'm on a series now, um, and all the voice actors, all we do is shoot the shit throughout the show where, we're like, can we get back to work? But he's like, no, this is so much fun. Everybody's yes. doing crazy, and, stupid impressions. And I would imagine that with voice actors, it's even more so like that because there's so many times when you guys are just alone in the booth. So the yeah. fact when you, you have another person there yeah. that you can actually bounce these off of like oh someone will laugh at my jokes now yeah awesome. or, or like you know you do Barry Katz I do Barry Katz there's always dueling impressions oh sure doing multiple Donald Trumps and stuff and it's so much fun <laughs> and it's never released and nobody hears it mm -hmm. but that's the magic of Jeff Goldblum yeah 100% <laughs> Goldblum uh, 100% you know yesterday I wasn't feeling 100% this is true yesterday I was feeling about 115 <laughs> ah Never below 100. Uh, How is your cat? My cat is doing fine. I've got yeah. I've got five cats. I know you do. But I was asking about... Barry your... Cat? <laughs> I've got a cat named Barry Cat. <laughs> Barry. You have five cats? Why did I think you had three cats? Did you no, add... I, I, I have two, two of my own cats and then three foster cats. And they've got um, little stomach problems, so they have to have like a little special diet, Jesus. which isn't that big a deal. But people are like apprehensive, like I don't want to adopt them because oh, it's a different type of food. I like giving them kibble shit, so it's just a little <laughs> difficult. But um, no, it's fine. I, I've got cats at the house, and um, my girlfriend, like I was mentioning earlier, like she doesn't really care too much if I do a certain voice or whatever. But we've created this weird cat voice. Oh that my we both god! Do. Oh, no, to the cats because people—that's yeah, a real yeah, thing. People, so, yeah. look, people talk to dogs. So we'll go, but I think they talk like, more to. Oh, do, 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 can you come to sweep? Are you sweepy with a tiny baby? Oh my like, god! It's, like, if I were a cat, now, I'm not even doing it 100. If I were a cat, I would like, stab myself in the fucking eyes if I was being talked to like that. <laughs> but we like give them all personas. Like, excuse me, I have to go to the bathroom because my body is really hurting. I have to put the pillow. <laughs> 
<laughs> the thing is, and Stinky for me. And and I know there's some people listening going, "Oh my god, that's so lame." But it's something that no. everyone yeah. does. Yeah. But also, you don't everyone pay, does you don't that. Pay attention. And what I've caught myself doing is like, I'll go visit some other friend, and they'll have a cat. I'm like, "Oh, look at the little baby." I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, you do it to their cat. Yeah. Yeah. But what's uh, what's fun about that stupid voice is my girlfriend can do it as well, and so that's like you know bonding. So like at home, we're just like doing that. But the thing that we've <laughs> caught ourselves doing. Is we've spoken so much like the cat voice that the cats aren't in the room. We're not talking about cats. We're just talking about getting dinner. And she'll be like, I'm really hungry. <laughs> I have to Can't eat escape some food. It. Holy, please, my stomach's going to explode. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then you God. just keep going back and yeah. forth. I mean, it, yeah, <laughs> you can get, I mean, the, 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 the same way songs get stuck in your head. I mean, impressions can get oh, stuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, which, whereas well, you're, you're all day, you're like, I got to stop doing this voice. Yeah. Like, if I do Jeff Goldblum, like, if I do the real Jeff Goldblum where I'll go in and record a bunch of stuff of Jeff Goldblum he talks a lot faster than most people mm-hmm. uh, he talks very fast he's got a tempo that goes up like when I was doing uh, Jeff Goldblum on Mad TV I would just get into it read the script yeah. over and over again yep. and then after I'd go home and I wasn't talking like Jeff Goldblum but I was talking a, you know a faster tempo and uh, I'd extend, <laughs> extend and accentuate certain things which like weirds me out because it's like it's proof that it's nature and nurture you know where like mm-hmm. depending on your environment you will develop to a certain personality so i if i get the chance i'm gonna raise a bunch of children uh, around jeff goldblum and have my own <laughs> goldblum baby 100 <laughs> percent goldblum baby yeah it, dude goldblum totally by the way not an impossible thing for him to have an adoption agency uh goldblum uh, got a baby 100 percent goldblum baby <laughs> 100% sperm count. Use my sperm. Make an army of goblum. Wait, please do the whole ad for that. I, the, hi, this is Jeff Goblum. And if you've ever wanted uh, me inside you, now's your chance. Uh, Jeff Goblum for only nine ninety five. dollars uh, Send away. And I'll send uh, your way some of my... Uh, little fishies. Uh, don't worry, they're 100% uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum. And uh, you uh, just take that uh, turkey baster and uh, 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 pleasure yourself in ways you uh, uh, don't want to tell me, but that's okay. Um, look at a picture of me, please. I want to know that we're connecting somehow before I uh, become you. Uh, <laughs> You can get every type of baby. Black, white, brown, purple, Asian, Jew. A little tan. Olive skin, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> <laughs> he is really dark skin. Have you seen him? Yeah, dude. Like, he's like, tan he's, as fuck. Oh, he's fucking... But it makes you... He had to get into a Marvel movie. Yeah. He just thought, oh. like, well, I have to be an alien, so... <laughs> that his white hair accentuates everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he's, right. he's going in Jurassic Park 2 now. I'm just like, oh... That'll, that will be great. It's going to be... The movie needed it's that. It's going to be distracting, though, because he's like, <gasps> dinosaurs. <laughs> well, Independence Day 2 came, and he's... Was just, he in it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. He came back, and I just watched the movie just to see him, and of course, he's the only thing in that movie <laughs> worth mentioning. I know. Right. It, it got like a t- 6% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. Piotr, have you... Uh, you're, you're a big movie guy, right? Like, I'm a big movie guy. Like, <laughs> out of the movies that come out, like... Yeah, yeah. How many of them do you see because you want to see them or because you enjoy the uh, film experience and you like going to the theater and you're like, oh, I, like, yeah, I want I, to just go see something tonight and I let's usually, go see that. Yeah, I usually like to see things that are worthy on the big screen. 
So like, which let's be honest, these days, stuff, yeah, yeah, I mean, most, 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 most. Uh, okay, <laughs> now I'm getting distracted. Um, most stuff, yeah, looks great on the big screen now. But um, animated movies, I, I need to see on the big screen yeah, or yeah. visual, you know, La La Land effects. That's right. Yeah, because you need to see on the audio. big. Uh, wh- how, if if what do you think uh, George Lucas was thinking as he was watching these new grandiose Star Wars movies that weren't his? Uh, let me tell you, this is, uh, you know, <laughs> you love it's, Lucas. It's, it's well documented that uh, you know I uh, I sold Star Wars to Disney uh, uh, in hopes that uh, they wouldn't uh, you know ruin my franchise, but they have, <laughs> and uh, it's you know uh, they they don't have any good ideas, so they just rip off mine. <laughs> Uh, which is fine. But, is Chewbacca uh, still in the new movie? Uh, you know, che- Chewie is, uh, as far as I know, in the new movie played by Kathleen Kennedy. Uh, <laughs> they just uh, took off her makeup and uh, <laughs> uh, so a little jab to uh, Kathleen Kennedy. She's a little, uh, she's got a little peach fuzz going on. Yes. George Lucas, when he laughs, he he laughs like this is what an alien would laugh like to try to fit in with human beings. <laughs> like he's totally very, very cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's not like it's that's not that's not a normal natural laugh. Like it's he's like, like it's oh like a shit, thing where it's like, they might find um, me out. Right, it's like you, uh, sir, you should probably laugh every once in a while just so people know you're, you know. You've got some form of empathy or something, right. okay? Uh, so uh, great, uh, great job on uh, the visual effects today, guys. Uh, the spaceship looks great, and uh, <laughs> uh, frankly, fired. <laughs> oh, bad timing, sir. Really bad. Um, not a good idea. Well, I, I I wasn't trained in the Jedi arts of laughing. I don't know when to laugh at the appropriate time, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he's like Pillsbury Doughboy. Some guy just like pokes him <laughs> in the middle of the day. He's just uh, so. Anyway, uh, thank you all for coming to this conference. Very so. <laughs> There's a guy poking him with a stick. There's the one vice. <laughs> Has there been something you've seen recently that you're like, oh, that was a, a game changer for uh, for the movie industry, or uh, like the Mummy just came out and I think is doing really well in the box office. And I haven't seen the Mummy yet. I heard it's it like bad reviews. Oh no! Is, is it? Have you seen it? No, but hey, dude, I see a trailer yeah. with Tom Cruise yeah, yeah. doing a new stunt, and I'm like, well, I thing, gotta see it for the, that. The thing I found now is even if it's a bad movie, like low ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, if you even care about that bullshit. It's fun on the big screen. Yeah, it's a it, for that. It's a giant yeah. monster movie with great special fucking effects and sound, and especially I'm fucking like, all over the place now. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna do Jeff Bridges, man, especially with the little green, you know, man. They go in front of the you know the screen, and you see all those Transformers, man. You know, the new Transformers movie has Anthony Hopkins in it, man. That what? scared me. I saw him in the preview, and I was like, Anthony, what are you doing? I believe the Transformers are a very particular robot from another world. Oh, my God, and After dude. I was on Westworld, and I worked with so many of those robotic actors, I realized the greatest, most prolific actor in the world is Optimus Prime. <laughs> I have to work with him. I am Optimus Prime. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like he's taking a shoot. I am Optimus Prime. That would be an amazing inside the actor studio, Optimus Prime. <laughs> so, uh, Optimus, uh, what is your favorite swear word? 
Fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we say that here? Optimus, if uh, God exists, what do you want him to say when you get to the gates of heaven? The pearly gates. You've always had the best circuits. <laughs> Your circuits are bigger than anyone else. <laughs> Here are your students. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many actors I want to see on Inside the Actor Studio that will never get on there. Well, For I, I, example, Lark Voorhees from Saved by the Bell. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth Berkley, also of Saved by the Bell pretty fame. Much, pretty much just Saved by the Bell. Well, the dude, cast. I mean, they've they had... They the have Simps an episode. Yeah, they have an episode like, uh, with The Simpsons on. That was unbelievable. But there's... You know, Lipton will never do it because he's a G and he's like, I don't have time for that bullshit. Danny Bonaducci, show me what he's done. You know, but it's like, come on, man. The ratings would be through the roof if he had on like, I don't know, man. Um, Dustin Diamond. All right. So, again, <laughs> so they're all saved by the saved bell. By the, bell. the time you did porn, how did that feel? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, um, one of the people that uh, I think he has had on, and if not, I don't know why not, is uh, one of your best impressions, uh, Ian McKellen. Yes. Um, he is responsible for one of my favorite moments in podcast history, where uh, he was on the Marin podcast and he did a uh, sonnet. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He yeah. did an actual Shakespeare that, sonnet. Like from memory. Yeah, Just yeah. Just because Mark Maron's like, I don't get it. I don't fucking get it. What's yeah. up with these Shakespeare shit? Yeah. And then he did one off the I'll top of his head. I'll fucking show you. <laughs> and he did. And it was. Was Brillig and the Slivy Toves. It was Did Guy and Gimbal in the web. Yeah. Oh, Rimsy were the burrows and the moan broths and trip. I like big butts. <laughs> Well, I cannot lie. You kind of went into something you that we we're going to ask you to do. Yeah, Wait, yeah. What, what uh, do you want me to do? Well, I'm an old. Can you uh, read that tweet from Kanye West right there? Yeah, you did this last time you were on the Wait pod. Oh, he did? No, well, he read, I think, Jaden Smith tweets. Oh, okay. Well, right? Yeah. Oh, no. I, oh, no, he didn't. He did. Um, he he narrated uh, a Halloween thing as Ian McKellen. Yeah. He was like, yeah. Well, I'm Thursday, Ken. Right. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, here's a Kanye West tweet. Fuck it. We'll do it live. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly reference. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> this is a Kanye West tweet. <laughs> Xs can be mad, but just no. I never let them play with my ass. <laughs> I don't do that. I stay away from all from that area altogether. I need you to do it again. Wait, more, to, more. Okay, well, me, yeah. now that I know what he actually says. Yeah. <laughs> all right, this is wait. This is uh, Ian. Are you going? This is Ian McKellen doing tweets from Kanye West. <clears throat> Take it away, Ian. Exes be mad, but just no. <laughs> I never let them play with my ass. <laughs> I don't do that. I stay away from that area altogether. <laughs> you shall not touch my ass. Yes. Oh, shit. Without latex, I'm into that weird <laughs> bullshit. Have you guys been watching Twin Peaks? No. I have not. Thanks. Oh, can, my God. Can you do a David Lynch impression? I can do a David Lynch. Um, well, he's Minnesota oh accent. And, um, I mean, that show is so fucking weird. I, it, it, it's it's impossible to talk about now it, if you haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, it's just but, a uh, NyQuil dream within an acid yeah, trip. But it's like while you're watching it, you're like, 
I convinced Showtime to let me do an art project. 18 hours of pure David Lynch. Yeah. Enjoy the torture. <laughs> it's fantastic. And I'm just like, fuck it. It's really hard to get through. It's really interesting because you're like, oh, this is how so did he, weird. How did he think of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's, I don't know. It's, something's going on. Piotr, you're a guy who uh, is talented on many levels. Thank you, Okay. Demo. And um, so I knew once Matt ended and we were in this uh, flux capacitor type uh, capacitor. Uh, type uh, 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 time frame where it was like, oh, you're going to stay super busy because you just you got a lot of things going and you, uh, you know, a lot of irons in the fire. Um, but how have you um, been passing the time aside from work? And also, I want to know uh, when the show ended between like i don't know three months from then like what were you what have been your feelings post show and just like uh, like have you been super like i found myself going ups and downs of like getting very eager to be like man like what's going on and now we've been kind of all updated on what's happening and and so you know just getting kind of like antsy to wanting to do it again especially with the current political yeah. climate uh but also just how fun the experience was and wanting to do it again now with a year under our belt and um and maybe more time and, and maybe a little more money and and uh and you know and just getting that group together to do it again but with more experience under our belt yeah well that was the thing like we started the show rushed we all booked the gig and then we immediately started working like a, a month after yeah and we rushed through all the episodes, and that was, you know, fantastic experience. It was like they took the training wheels off a, a 10-year-old's yeah. bike and then put them on the freeway. But it also <laughs> was a shock because it ended so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because we're like, holy shit, we're done. And, yeah, there was that weird void where you do something straight for eight weeks, and then as soon as you stop, you're like, wait, what was I doing before? <laughs> and, yeah, it's a weird thing. Um, Gotta get my life back. Yeah. Um, I, my girlfriend's a chef and caterer, and she, she has her own little... Uh, cooking business and so i found myself helping her with stuff just to get my mind off of things yep. and, and that sort of thing just which just, is, just doing like uh, little ads for on the internet like robert de niro in, in endorses if you like food <laughs> talking to you fatty if you like food i'm talking to you that's right i'm using a line from a movie that you remember me in that you quote with all of your friends you fucked hard i'm talking to you if you're hungry, you're going to get some food, put this food in your belly. I guarantee you this food is going to be very wholesome. You're going to fucking, you're going to love this food. It's going to be great for you and your fucking kids. Eat this fucking food, you fuckface. This summer, head to McDonald's for an all-new kids meal. It's like... If McDonald's has the f best fucking burgers. They mash that cow up so fucking hard. They make sure they get every single ounce of poison into that burger so that you leave completely satisfied at knowing that you're going to die at 42. With nine new dipping sauces for all the McNuggets. Hey, can I do some McNuggets? <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Steve Buscemi. You fucking son of a bitch. You know you only got this far because you're fugly. You know what that is? You know what that is? You're fugly. You're fucking ugly. I know what it is, dude. I fucking I was a fireman because I was hoping I'd get burned and people would get distracted at my fucking teeth. And introducing Harrison Ford as the new Ronald McDonald. Hey kids. <laughs> I hope you like happy meals. <laughs> Cause you're gonna get a really fun toy. <laughs> 
and you're going to play with it all night long. Is it a snake? It's a doll. <laughs> Man, that one kills me every uh, time. All right, so you you helped uh, you were helping her with some oh yeah, no, stuff. I, I helped my girlfriend with yeah. stuff. Uh, she started a new tiki uh, pop up shop. What? So she, she's really so it's so funny because I've been with her for nine years. And she's super creative. Yeah, yeah, she's super creative. She makes her own stuff. She's she she just made her own tiki bar on her own. The only thing I helped her was like hold pieces of wood. She sawed it, cut it together, nailed it. She's hardcore. She's Damn. amazing. Wow. And uh, it's really sexy when chicks do that. Uh, yeah, right. And um, I love it 100%. <laughs> uh, but uh, she made her own tiki bar out of reclaimed wood and uh, did this amazing thing. And uh, so it's called Tiny Tiki. And she just started about a month ago, but she's been planning for over a year to do this. And so now. Do she- they only let in tiny people? Absolutely, man. Sweet. They get discounts, and they also get half of the drinks. <laughs> Got to find subsidies somewhere. Um, but, yeah, so I found myself doing, like, helping her with tiki stuff and things like that. And the thing was, like, I really like tiki stuff, but I never really told her because I'm like, oh, that's weird, whatever. And then she's she's like, I like tiki stuff. And we're like, holy fuck. So we've been going to tiki bars all over town. Just getting... Getting shit-faced, man. What well. is, uh, so you've been pulling from different tiki bars you like to kind of... No, well, just going there just for inspiration or getting yeah. the vibe or something. Like, I don't want to do this or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, she's a, she's been a chef most of her life, so um, we're kind of spoiled because uh, I cook a lot too. And so when I whenever I go out, I'm like, I can fucking make this. This is like, this is whatever, you mm-hmm. know? So same thing now is Wow, you're getting real picky about your food, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, but that, it, it's hard though because like I want to enjoy stuff and I'll go to a place and I'm like oh, really I paid fucking $18 for this piece wow. of shit wow. La- like, you can tell like this sauce is lazy huh? Yeah. or yeah. like these guys yeah. didn't cook this yeah. all the way through Especially, I mean there's amazing restaurants yes. everywhere but sometimes like you just want to go to a, a local place and I'm like god this place they rushed it yeah yeah, yeah. and and it's especially that you can cook and it's you know especially yeah. your, girl, your girlfriend cook now were you scared to cook for her because she's a chef because would that be like her being like, "Hey, I got this new impression." Yeah, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I'd love to see. Do you want to hear my Colin Hanks impression? <laughs> oh, we played a game the other night. We had like a we had a drunk game night with some friends, and it was like a game where you all do uh, accents. Mm-hmm. And the whole point of the game is like it's funny because no one in your group supposedly can do accents, so right. it's funny because everybody does shitty accents. Whenever I did the accents, it wasn't funny because yeah. I would do a good accent, right. but everybody else would be like, "Here's a Mexican." Hello, I am I? <laughs> and we're laughing our ass off. Right, taco, so taco, horrible. burrito sauce. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Jesus. God. And my girlfriend could not do any accents at all. And I was so surprised. I was like, I've never seen you not be oh, able to. Because I just assumed, I'm like, you've you've been with me. You've got to be able to do hey, absorbed too. one yeah. thing. Your like girlfriend's got to be a terrific comedian. Yeah. And like, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Not it, all the time. Doesn't no. work. Uh, yeah, it's that thing where you assume that, like, oh, she got something yeah and and she probably assumes the same thing about me like i've learned how to do a front kick or learned how to cook which is no i have not i i I was never really scared to cook for her but Mm -hmm. i um uh i cook from like whatever's in the fucking kitchen yeah like i I see it okay i can make it she'll go and she's like i can't cook anything there's nothing to eat i'm like what are you talking about there's crackers and there's mayonnaise over there and there's some grapefruit juice i can make something cool and she's like that's disgusting it's nasty and i'll i I, the things that make me happy is when she says there's nothing to cook 
I'm starving, mm-hmm. and she'll just get angry because there's nothing to eat in the kitchen. Then I'll make a meal that's actually really fucking good. Doesn't happen all the time, but it'll be like amazing. And she'll turn to me and she'll be like, "How did you make this?" And like that's where I'm like, "Yeah, I fucking won." <laughs> you one hundred percent. You did like some cooking MacGyver shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and then she's like, "How did you make it?" I'm like, I don't know. I was under the influence <laughs> of alcohol, and I threw in a bunch of shit. But um, yeah, just like I help her cook and stuff. But I mean, like feeling away, oh, you know, after a while, not doing mad, I get. Like it, like itching to do stand up and stuff, and that helps fill yeah, the void. I was going to ask yeah. because have you done it? Like because you talked about it the last time you were on the podcast. Have you done it since then? I've been doing some stand up here and there, but not as much as I should be doing because I just get so preoccupied with voiceover. And then um, I, I, I'm I'm kind of this guy who like I need to do 100 percent or nothing. Do you okay. know what I mean? Yeah, and you, it's you really be hard for me because I can I can multitask and do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, jack of all trades and do all this stuff. But sometimes I'll just get a stuck in a rut because if I do stand up constantly, then suddenly I'll lose all interest in voiceover. Right. And if I do especially voiceover, with something, like, I don't want to yeah. do stand up. It's weird because like I, so right now for me, I've been trying to find the balance and what, what works is doing voices on stage, doing what I do normally, but doing, you know, yeah, and Comedy especially with something like stand up, where stand up is not something to where you can just dabble in it and be right, good at it. Right, and that's also the thing is like I'm hesitant to even say I'm a comic because I respect people like you. Mm-hmm. You go up four times a night. That's a fucking comic. Right. I'm not a guy who goes like I, I go up every uh, every week and a half. Uh, I went one time over there. I did the Ice House. I'm a stand up <laughs> comic. Um, no, I don't like to do that, but. Um, what I found with uh, not doing mad is I really want to do sketches, and I get really mm-hmm. antsy. I'm like, I want to do a sketch, but it's hard because I don't want to do it alone, right? And then everybody's busy, or you got to rent equipment and stuff like that. Like when we did that uh, that little Trump thing that you uh, had, yes, was it, was just before the election, was, yeah, like just we Me were there being for a like Trump, two, yeah. two, three hours or something. Yeah. Like that was so much fun to do, and it's it's like it's I love. I loved Mad because it was like you feel like a kid. Yeah. Where you're just like, I'm, I'm getting paid for this? I'm yeah. just like playing? Well, the makeup and the sets, yeah. it's like, it's very... Dude, it takes you well, back well, to the... you kind of pampered because what were the like fir- everything is provided for you. It's a sandbox. Totally. Dude, I, it took me back to my first days of like dress up where it's like, yeah. I remember in preschool where like, I remember I walked in and they had a box of like... Why are you wearing that tutu? For sure, but it was okay in preschool. Uh, you know, and it was like hats and coats, and you would put it on, and you yeah, just yeah. like, I remember, I mean, if that's not a, uh, you know, a direct correlation to like what you're going to be doing later in life, like I remember I was like one of the only kids. I remember I ran to my preschool teacher five years ago or something in Seattle, and, and she was like, you would just put on these coats and hats and like start doing weird voices and shit. And I was like, God, fucking preschool? You know, like. Yeah, you, fi- you, you find stuff out like that. You're like, oh, wow, maybe this. Is in nature and not in nurture. Maybe it's just some people are just born to do. She's like this your act- thing. Yeah, she's like your accents were bad. You put on a hat and be like, "I'm a Mexican taco burrito." You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, no, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, so you've you've had the, the, those things in retrospect. Yes. Where you think back and you're like, "Holy shit!" If I were to bookmark my life, yeah, or write a book, yeah, it would make sense because I remember in third grade I was um, singing uh, the Cowardly Lion song. Wow. Um, because I will be king of the yeah. and um, I was doing an impression of him because I watched the movie a hundred times. Bert Lar, sure, yeah, Bert Lar, and um, 
the music teacher heard me, and this was while they were putting on the show at the school, but third graders were munchkins. You know, everyone else, like, it was like sixth grade Fucking was the lead Im- character. imposters. Hey, yeah, hey, yeah I know. Um, <laughs> Those yeah. are my people. I, 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 I was like, hire. Oh we should like a person. We should have picketed your goddamn school <laughs> listen, show. Listen, Brad, uh, I appreciate... Uh, <laughs> Uh, your people. I mean, were there, what, 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 what do you mean, your people? I mean, don't your people? I mean, uh, were there any actual dwarves in the Munchkins? Now, by the way, in any Wizard of Oz like production, like let's say, did you do the Wizard of Oz in high school or uh, elementary school? I did. I, I did it in a community theater. Now, do they go out of their way to not cast you as a Munchkin? They cast me as a Munchkin. Right. <laughs> what about the like the? This was in like the late eighties. I want to see yeah. like the Wizard of Oz production. We're like, fuck it, we're gonna flip it on its head. Fuck it, tall Brad. Munchkins. Yeah. tall Munchkins. And guess what? Yeah. Brad's Dorothy. Yeah, <laughs> we're super heels. progressive. Yeah, <laughs> just because you know if he, Caitlin can do it, so can Brad. Yeah, and plus, who who's gonna wear heels more than a dwarf? Of course, a dwarf is gonna be wearing <laughs> heels. It'll sell out. It needs it. Come, Come on, he's gotta go to the ATM somehow. Wizard of Oz. <laughs> um, James Comey is a tall motherfucker. Yeah, dude. six foot eight. Yeah, 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 yeah. see those pictures of him like standing above. Oh, why do you think? I don't like how tall this guy is. <laughs> Very tall, too tall. Scary. Sca- get him out of here. Part of the reason he fired him, I bet. Okay. Absolutely, the only reason I fired him. Why is that? Listen, when a guy comes in your office, they all work below you. They all work below. I didn't like the fact that he was above me physically. Scary. Yeah. You know, it's tough to pull that handshake. Melania wears little high heels every once in a while. That's okay. Not coming. Six foot eight, too tall. He's a freak. (laughs) FBI is all about secrecy. Gotta hide under the table. I can see you. (laughs) I can see you, Comey. Too tall. Too tall. You got long legs. And driving that Mini Cooper doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work. Very cartoonish. Looks like a clown. Well, you know, people are really coming down on you, Donald, for firing Comey. They're saying that that's just adding, fueling the fire that there is uh, definitely collusion with Russia. Listen, Trump has a great brand. That's okay? not what I asked. And listen, all of our golf no, courses well, are open no, okay. all across the United well, States. My sons are doing a terrific job. Going completely by the way. down another Obama, path. by the way, we didn't well, find out if he's really from Kenya. Uh, well, yeah, we have actually. He's uh, an I'm American working, citizen. Right now, we're going to get all the facts. Okay, so I don't even know. He's already out of office. There's not really he's a not need even for president that. anymore. Just, Maybe you'd be president yeah, right now. Next, you're going to tell me you're going to. is going to be so no, penalized. Well, we didn't ask you. It. It. You know, you're really taking a, a, a Red different. Red hair, op- very distracting. <laughs> and no makeup in a press conference. Ugly. The next thing you're going to tell ugly me is ugly. you're going to find Nancy Kerrigan's uh, 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 leg club beater. <laughs> I found Nancy Kerrigan's leg, leg club bleeder. Bleed. I've got, I've got Tourette's now. One hundred percent goblin. Oh my god! Uh, I like you have been following it though, right? Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's impo- undeniable. You have to be informed yeah, a little yeah. bit. Well, yeah. And the I, shit we could be doing on Mad right now. Of course. Well, that's the thing. It's I like mean, we fuck, we did dude. we did do Donald Trump, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I, I even feel like the makeup ladies were Trump supporters because they didn't want me to get the hair right. It was so weird. There was this whole weird story. <laughs> there was a conspiracy like if, theory. If you look, if you just type in Mad TV Donald Trump, you'll see me, and I have like Oompa Loompa hair, where it's like- How it, dare you? You mean your weird. hair was fantastic? <laughs> fantastic. Perfect. <laughs> got got you laid a ton. Absolutely. Perfect Oompa Loompa. 
but it, it wasn't like Donald Trump here. So I was always like, are, are the makeup, are the hair ladies uh, Trump supporters? But the thing was, we were never able to do 100% like what we wanted to do against Trump. We even had a whole sketch cut out with Mo Collins, who played Ivanka Trump. Yeah. Oh, man. That when, was so sad. When you Google Mad TV Donald Trump, some great images come up of even the past cast. Where they like you're oh, like, where they did other Donald Trump iterations? Yeah, where you had uh, Caliendo, and uh, it looks like uh, yeah, it, someone's getting a leaf blower in their face. I don't know why, but wow, Mad TV. They 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 really called it. <laughs> well, um, yeah, that's the thing is like we we were watching SNL after you know the uh, the election, and you're just like that's sure. exactly like they they literally don't have to do anything. No. no. They just they just repeat what he says or exaggerate it where they have Melissa McCarthy you know on a little uh, Roomba or whatever the fuck it is you know like <laughs> <laughs> riding around and you're laughing your ass off because the only way to make fun of these people is to turn them to absolute fucking like cartoons yeah where he's yeah even Alec do, Baldwin do subtle does the super exaggerated Trump sure. Which I love because it's like there's so many different versions of Trump, like Anthony Atana, Anthony Atama, Anthony Atanamic. Yeah. Is that his last name? Th- does he do he the did, Trump show or the President show on Comedy Central? Yeah, he Central? does the President show, yeah. and he's his information is great, his comedy is great. He's hilarious. He gets the tone right, gestures, facial expressions, everything. The only thing that bothers me, and it's just a little bit, is he doesn't even do a New York accent. Oh, interesting. So he goes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's me, Donald Trump, and I let me tell you, this administration, I've got a lot of respect for my people. Lot of respect. Great country we live in, people. And he never even does the added New York accent. He doesn't add any of that. God, and it kind of bothers me. You can really just dissect impressions down to And I don't the mean to be mean. Thing. I don't mean to be mean. I yeah. don't mean to be mean. No. Um he does a great thing, but it, like it's what I was saying is like there's so many different versions of Donald Trump. Sure, doing you know Alec Baldwin does that super cartoony one. Yeah, because he has to, like he does the mouth open the whole time. Like, let me tell you, <laughs> this is huge. It's gonna be great. Yeah, but that works for television. It, it has to. You forget this, that SNL yeah. uh, sketch shit, man. It's got to be bigger. It's got to be. You huge. know, it's because uh, you're not just playing to that room in. That's 30 the Rock. other thing about Mad that I. I mean, I don't regret. It's just because we w- weren't on the air. But after seeing, like, the first couple episodes that aired, I was like, oh, shit, I need to change this up when I do a, the oh, sketch yeah, the next time. Yeah. Because it was like, th- it. You, when you do it live, it reads a certain way. Yeah. When you do it, you know, it, voice recorded a certain way. But on camera and then being a sketch show, it's like, well, people can get a laugh just from you raising an eyebrow, yep. but you don't necessarily think about that 100%. Gublum. Um, <laughs> uh, it always it, goes back. Uh, but you know, that's the thing is like I, I, I would watch it. I'm like, God, I want to I wanna go on that. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, like it's fun to see like Melissa Villasenor gets on SNL. Yeah. Like, Holy shit, I just saw her last week. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that was such a cool moment for everyone. Uh, who who out here in the scene that knows her so yeah, well? Because yeah. we we we've been all saying that for years that she and that she should be on that show. To get on there for years, yeah. And so when it so when it finally yeah, happened, I we all... don't know what's going on, man. <laughs> I think the secret is she has to fire me, and then she'll get on this. <laughs> Hell, Brad, that's how you book gigs. <laughs> fire me, fire me, man. Hire and you'll some... be fired up. <laughs> 
Uh, it would be crazy too to get like Mad back and like get it going and get into a groove and then like get to a point to where like Mad and SNL did some sort of well like Full House Family Matters crossover. Yeah, yeah, man, it's never happened. Like why? Well, Will Sasser was breaking down his Kenny Loggins or Kenny Lo- Kenny Loggins Kenny Rogers <laughs> impression where. He said later on it became fun because he was fucking bored. Yeah. Hey, you Kenny Rogers like that? And it made no yeah. sense. But I'm like, that's the level we all wanted. But it's like we have to build up to that. Yeah. Right. That level of confidence and freedom where it's like, this is our fucking show. It takes time, Sure. Because yeah, you build up to the Dana Carvey, George Bush impression that sounds nothing like George Bush. But you just go so hard. Yeah. You commit so hard to it. Right. That it's like now it's a caricature of a caricature. you're having fun, the audience is having fun. Absolutely. And I don't know, Adam, if you felt this, but I... You know, certainly, like coming into Mad because it was my first on-camera series. Yeah, you know, or a primetime series. I'd been on According to Jim, so I was yeah. comfortable in front of the camera. But I mean, Drake like four. knowing that, like you respect the crew, the production, and this is their yeah project. So yeah, you're yeah. kind of like you still feel like a guest, even though it's your show. So you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. You're not going to talk back to people. You're not going to necessarily snap at people. But towards the end of the show, I was like, I kind of felt like I wanted. I'm like, I maybe I should have stood. You know, stood up a little taller and said, put my foot down a couple more times. But I was just like, it's not who I am. So it's like, I felt like I was a little too nice sometimes. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, I mean, it, it's, but it's also, like, you know, it's your it's first like time. You're, episode yeah. one, right. It's the first time. Like, I want to make sure everybody likes me before I turn into an absolute asshole. <laughs> you're all fuck faces. <laughs> this guy is modeling all of the stuff together, uh, turning all into shit. Uh, before be, before we wrap this up, is the Thai place still open? Oh yeah, you want to oh hand me my God. phone? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we hand me my phone. It's down there on the. Uh... At this point, you should just uh, pretend to be the Thai place. You've ruined so many <laughs> fucking. Well, no what do you way, guys dude. want? Well, who do I you mean, want? Who do you want? Who do you want? I mean, Buscemi. I feel like for Steve sure. Buscemi. Yeah, dude. Okay. I mean, also, but but uh, I want to know: Have you look? You've got so many in the arsenal, but have you worked on anybody? Oh shit, phones. Oh, there you go. Uh, have you added any new impressions recently? Or you, is that not even in your... Well, on the Howard Stern show, they asked me to do stuff uh, every once in a while. They'll ask me to do someone new. Um, who did I just do? Um, oh, I can't even say. Sorry, because it wasn't released okay. yet. But uh, um, I, like I did um, I did Bill O'Reilly. I think I called in. We'll do it live. His, yeah. Right. It was like... Listen, Howard. I had a lot... Wait, now I'm doing Howard Stern. Talk, <laughs> hold on. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Right. He's a little more guttural and he's a little straightforward. And he goes with his words. He's very melodic. Now, Brad, I know that you're not a conservative, but if you were, I guarantee you, you'd be kicked off Fox <laughs> for not being sexy. Um, <laughs> and 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 how did how did you were, were there any sort of quips of his that you sort of latched on to? Um, well, definitely that melodic thing. It comes from his broadcast style. He doesn't talk like that in normal life, but that's mm-hmm. how people know him. So when you do an impression, you got to bring out like the popular what people version. know, right, right? Of course, of that person. And uh, so I would have to do that sort of version where he would go up and down. It's mm-hmm. usually the last word he right. would say when he get to the period. It's like, about last night. (laughs) All right, we're going to talk to you about last night. Uh, Another one I've been working on consistently, and I can't do it because I'm just, I'm 29 years old, but I'm getting there, and the uh, the way I do it is I cheat, and I'll show you how. Um, I like to do Larry King. 
Okay. How's that so go? Larry King is, you know, he talks like this, Larry King, but I pull the side of my mouth down because he has a little bit of a jaw. Yeah. And he says, all right, um, let me ask you a question. Um, you've been doing this for a very long time, Adam. I wish people could see this right now because you're literally like pulling (laughs) your jaw down. Wait, I can't even get into it now because I'm so freaked out. Uh, Hold on. He does the Larry King. You're listening to Larry. Oh, there we go. Sorry. (laughs) You're tuning an instrument. No, it's it's seriously. It's especially with impressions that you don't do a lot. Mm -hmm. You have to find the keywords and then you have to unlock it and get in. But um, okay. So when I would do Larry King. Now it's not even 100%. Goldblum. Um, <laughs> if that's not a shirt we're making for this podcast. 100% Goldblum. Uh-huh. Ah. Oh ah. And then on the back. Ah. Or just like a dinosaur attacking or biting. Yeah. His, or him biting like. Ah. 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 100%. Goblum. Uh, or no, like a Rotten Tomatoes. Like, ah, yes. Rotten Tomatoes, 100%. Goblum. Um, no, but uh, Larry King was is one that I'm working on that I want to perfect so bad because he's... The, Nobody has a Larry King. No, he, he's going to die in three weeks. So, you know, like... <laughs> Jesus. We've been that. saying that for 12, 22 years. <laughs> Stephen Hawking. So, can I yeah. be asked? He ain't dying. He's, no. there's a, there's a, there's yeah, a, he's, he's got good genes. There's a, a group of... Uh, uh, Old white Jews. Yeah. That <laughs> call it what it is. From the makers of the great white hype come <laughs> old white Jews. Uh, Bob Barker, Larry yeah. King. Um, I was going to say Gregory Peck, but he passed away. Um, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Never, never dying. Yeah. Yeah, just gonna keep never, going on. never gonna sleep, never gonna die. I was uh, never I th- gonna sleep, never gonna die. I thought that Adam West was gonna be in that in, the, in, in that club. Ah, that, Adam that was a West. Bummer. Yeah. Ah, that Did that bum you up? Yeah, it did. Yeah. Well, he's Big, he, he's all of our first Batman. It's like yeah. him, it's like him and Kevin Conroy. I dressed the up. Voice, but that was my it. brother yeah. and I both dressed up as Batman from because the nineteen sixty five. Yeah, yeah. Nineteen sixty six. The 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 fabric the fabric bat suit. Yeah. Oh, that was so fucking good. Yeah. But Burgess Meredith was the Penguin. All these twenty year old hipsters like who the fuck is that? <laughs> Look at Burgess I mean, Meredith as the penguin. Talk about it was fucking great. Semi again. I know about Caesar that. Romero as the Joker. Are you yeah. kidding me? I remember that. That was fantastic. Um, well, the f- the the thing that was um, sad for me was there was an audition a week ago, mm-hmm. and they're like, uh, "Oh, Adam West is unavailable for this role. He, uh, but he gives his uh, good wishes for you to do his voice." No. So Wait. people were auditioning for this Adam West role, like on a cartoon show, because okay. mm-hmm. he couldn't do the session. And it happens every once in a while, sure. Um, where like you know they, they just need one or two lines, and he doesn't want to fly across the country or whatever. His schedule's you know he's a yeah. busy man, and so I'm like, oh cool, I want to you know do Adam West. So I auditioned as Adam West. I'm like, oh this would be awesome if I got it, but he's probably going to do it. That's usually what happens is they find a way that schedules work, and then he passed away. Oh man! Like four days later, I was like, oh maybe he was sick. What was going on? And then part right. of me was like, I hope I don't book that because that's stealing from a dead yeah, man. Yeah, and then you, you you don't want to be the guy that then sounds like Adam West after he passes but away. that happens with a lot of movies. Sure. People pass away and they've got to go in to do stuff. Um, a voice actor friend of mine, I was told through an agent, a voice matched Charlie Murphy. Oh, wow. Um, I don't think I... I mean, I could say his name, but 
I don't know if he's allowed to. I don't. So I don't. Mm-hmm. Out of respect to him, I don't want to sure, say sure, sure. Uh, his name. But he went in and he Charlie Murphy had a project and he passed away. But they needed to do a bunch of ADR, so they had to hire a guy, and that happens all oh, the time. That's got that's got to be a heartbreaking move where it's like we we don't want to do this. Yeah. But what like what like what are you gonna do? You've already invested so much time, money. But then a lot of people are looking forward to the project because like, yeah. this is the last project this person was involved in. I really want to see him in it, you know, and mm-hmm. that happens all the time. Um, but yeah. yeah, death is part of life, and uh, the <laughs> about last night death podcast. Ah, yeah, death. Oh, the only solemn way, Jeff Goldblum. The only way to segue out of a death uh, uh, tangent is, is to uh, prank call the fuck out of some Vietnamese. <laughs> oh, what you do? Take my call. Don't fuck around yeah, here. Put it on speed. Yeah. Put it on okay, speaker. you don't. Right, I mean, look, I would love Goldblum for this, but we. I think you've. Uh, I think okay, we've so done a lot I of forget, I forget the scenario. Yeah. Do I need to actually order something, or I just fuck with him? I mean, look, dude. Again, I give him business. I give him a little, little bit of a, little b. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, we'll event. Look, guess fuck, what? Fuck with them as you're ordering. If you're doing I'll your job it, right, they'll hang up. And then you um, got to hold the phone up to the uh, the mic. Up to the microphone. Yeah. Is Brad going to do that, or you, you want me to? Do that? Uh, you got it. Okay. Yeah. Hold it up even higher, please. There you go. Yeah. There you go. This place is praying they're fucking open. Yeah, um, I'm wondering if you guys have any food that's... Uh, do, you, do you guys have any vegetables? Vegetables? <laughs> yeah, do you guys have like a vegetable platter? Like something with a lot of greens. I'm looking for something really healthy. Okay, now does that stuff get stuck in your teeth? Because I've, I've got sort of big teeth. I don't want anything getting stuck in there, you know what I mean? I mean, you know, if you have spinach or kale or cabbage, does that, do you guys chop it up real nice so it doesn't get stuck in my teeth? Or do you have toothpicks? Maybe you guys have toothpicks. Do you guys have toothpicks? No, sir. Maybe like a um, dental floss. Do you guys have anything? You know what I mean? Thai dental floss, coconut flavored. Spicy. I could even go for spicy. I don't have a computer, so I really don't know how to use that thing. I was lucky to find this telephone, actually. And, um, hey, you know, if you guys got some spicy lettuce, something that won't get stuck in my teeth, I'll definitely order that. Thai food is spicy. Something not spicy and something spicy. Well, I I mean, I don't want it too spicy, because if I get it too spicy, I'm going to get the runs. You know, I'm probably going to, you know, from the back and the front, if you know what I mean. You know, sometimes I get really runny and it just runs down my nose into my mouth. You know, logistically, that is like eating your own boogers. It's pretty nasty. Uh, so, how can I help you? Well, I'm just looking for food that won't get stuck in my teeth, if you know what I mean. What's the least amount of food that'll get stuck in your teeth that you have ready to order? I'm speaking plain English, so um, me, yeah. I don't. I'm, Today you ask so many questions, and nobody never asked me like this before. I don't know how to answer, and you speak very fast. Well, I'm sorry if I speak very fast, but this is the way I yeah. talk. Are you making fun of me? Yeah, yeah, I, I try to listen, be careful, but uh, something I don't understand. Listen, 
I'm speaking pure English. I am 100% American. Yeah, I know you are real American. I try to uh, listen, but something I don't understand. I know why you can't hear me. It's because of my big yeah. teeth, aren't it? My big teeth just get in the way. You know, I've been thinking about getting some dental work done. Do you guys have any, like, specialty tie stuff that could maybe just fix my teeth? Maybe you got really extremely hot food that'll just melt it all away. Uh, sir, I'm gonna give the phone to you to talk with uh, the person who speaks English well better than me. Then she can help you. You know what? You know what? Forget it. Fuck you. I'm out of here. Oh, uh, I need to. Uh, I felt bad. I was just like, "This is going on too long." No, I need to call and order oh. half the menu now. Oh. oh my god! No, dude, they get business, man. They're fine. <laughs> it sounded like they were busy. Oh yeah, yeah. it sounded like there was going in. Oh, oh that was brilliant. God. That was I'm brilliant. Stuck in my fucking teeth. <laughs> <laughs> It's only a couple funny. of degrees before you get angry, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> and I almost went there. I almost got fucking but even him pissed be, off at this Even bitch. him being like, you know what? Fuck you, man. It's so, like, so <laughs> sweet. You, <laughs> so, that was so, like, desperado Buscemi. Where I'm speaking he, plain English. She goes, I'm a true American. <laughs> I know you are. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, that was classic. That was one of the best ones we've ever had. Buddy, <laughs> you're... you're uh, you, you are yeah. a true amazing talent. There, it, yeah, it, it is. I truly 100% push him. <laughs> Does that work? <laughs> he I piggybacks on Goldblum. Can I at least put that on maybe some boxer shorts? <laughs> <laughs> Not everybody will see it, but some people who do will appreciate it. 100% Buscemi. <laughs> oh, dude, you're the best. Well, thank you guys for having. Uh, Thanks for coming buddy. back Anytime. on, man. And uh, you know. Follow can, follow you on Twitter. How, how can people? Yeah, you can Instagram. Uh, at this is Piot, or you can just go to my website piotmichael.com, P-I-O-T-R Michael.com. And uh, I'm trying to think of one thing to plug. Uh, I'm on a Nickelodeon show. Ooh. I do the voice of a villain what? named Destructo. And um, <laughs> bless you. It, it'll be on Nickelodeon June 24th. Oh, I don't know fantastic. what I don't know what t time yet. Um, probably in the evening, but it's on the oh, show called people The Thundermans. The Thundermans. So yeah, check out June 24th. Yeah. The Thundermans. I'm the voice of an evil robotic villain. Dude, how was that? It was fun. It was awesome. I got to go on set, and it's like a flashback to you know like Mad TV, but you're you know different production. Yes. Um, but it's a kid show, and the the thing that's hilarious about that is like all the kids are on their phone doing Instagram. Mm -hmm. You know when when they when they call the shot like okay we got it boop and they immediately grab their phone so they're they're wearing superhero costumes and they've got cell phones and they immediately go on Instagram and the director's like all right guys come on we got to get back to work so during the break I asked one of the guys I was joking with I'm like oh that's part of your job I'm doing Instagram and the guy's like yep he's like he's like it's in our contract we got to go on Instagram Holy and do this shit. and so I go on Instagram and they each have like millions of followers and they have to consistently post all the time because that is the new marketing yeah, that's the advertising yeah and i my friend ross marquand who's on walking dead he uh he i heard through the grapevine that he lost a role because he didn't have enough followers on instagram oh, god for an indie movie oh, because indie movies don't get a lot of the only man thing they can money. do so they yeah. need to pe get so they're like well we're only going to get you if you got a bunch of instagram followers so i'm like what the fuck? Yeah, so what I'm know. telling you and I'm telling your audience is follow me on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, just, I mean, if you want to follow me on any of that shit, just go to my website, 
and uh, it'll connect you to all that. What a dream to be on a Nickelodeon show, though. Come oh, yeah. On. It was super fun because, um, you know, having, like, the confidence of being on Mad TV. I'm like, oh, I've been on here, and I go, and uh, everybody, they're like, oh, we've had, you know, Nicole Sullivan on and a couple of oh, Mad cool. TV guys mm-hmm. on. And, but they're so respectful. But I got to be on set, see the stuntmen perform, and I would talk doing the role as he was performing, you know, jumping around. Improvising or no, just doing all that? I couldn't improvise. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. the thing that, like, you you itch so bad. I can't and it's imagine. a kid show because you want to think of it like, you know, like, oh, I got to go. You know? Yeah. Like, make it with some fucking hilarious joke and you can't do it. Right. Did you pick the robot voice or did they have some producer being like, I'm thinking more of like a, yeah, a Pacino meets Mario Lopez? They, they wanted a voice that was sort of like Zorak from Space Ghost. Oh, nice. Like, yes, Zorak. Oh, okay. So it's very guttural like right, that. Right, right, The green guy. Oh, he's like, I am Destructo. Um, <laughs> that, does that hurt your, your chords? Um, yes and no. It, you, it, it, it depends. It, it would, if there was an exertion thing, like I would scream. Oh, okay. Um, but usually that voice is uh, easy to access for me. Can you, it, can you give one of your cats that voice now? I have to take a <laughs> shit. <laughs> Um, but that's also the funny thing is you work your ass off to do yeah. these voices and like original characters. Yeah, yeah I fucking got it. And then the the job you book is, <laughs> you know, and it's like I'm, I'm I'm happy for the job. Thank God I'm on the show. But it, no, it's a funny voice and it fits and it and it really works for the show. But even so. though it's a funny voice, you still give it 100 percent gold. Oh, absolutely, 100 <laughs> percent snuck down in there. There's uh, there's a lot of that in there. You watch the show. Uh, hopefully they didn't edit that out. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also, get on your iPhone or Android and get the podcast app. You can also listen to it on Stitcher or aboutlastnightpodcast.com, where you can hear past episodes with great guests like Lisa Kudrow, Paul Feig, Kevin Nealon, Bob Saget, Dion Cole, Chris D'Elia, Adam Devine, Michael McDonald, Jaleel White, Bud Friedman, Steve-O, Harlan Williams, Tom Arnold, Ron Funches, Rick Glassman, Blake Anderson, Anders Holm, Jessime Peluso, Joey McIntyre, and many, many more. I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? <laughs> nice.